Hey church, Pastor Eric here, and I'm just so glad that you're joining us on our podcast today. I just pray that this message will stir up your faith, build you up, and just move you closer to the Father's heart. If you want to learn more about us as a church or would like to get further connected, you can visit us at our website at oasischurchchicago.com, download our app, Oasis Church Chicago, and also join us on YouTube for our live streams on Sundays and Wednesdays. We hope you find this message to be encouraging and life-giving. Now here's today's message from Pastor JP. We've been in a series called The Kingdom Mind, talking about the power of, of, of living in what we've been given, our inheritance of being people that think, that live the way that Jesus has commanded us and given us access to, to have the minds of Christ, amen? To, to elevate our minds, our vision, to see the way and to see the supernatural, to see the kingdom of God and to, to live from that position. And so we've been talking a ton. If you have not been with us the last couple of weeks, I encourage you, go back and, and listen to those messages if you can um, to get caught up. But we've been looking at the story of Joshua, the one that took over for Moses um, and began leading the people of Israel. And um, just a powerful moment there in Joshua chapter one where, where the Lord gives Joshua the playbook, gives Joshua the plan to be successful and prosperous, and it is this, to meditate on the law day and night. As you meditate on the Word of God, in that context, the Old Testament, the, the first five books of the Bible, if you meditate on that, Joshua, you will be successful and prosperous in all that you do, in leading over a million people, conquering, doing all sorts of things, you will be prosperous. And how many of you know Joshua was prosperous in what he did? And so in our context, we have the whole Word, we have the living Word. Amen, Jesus. But we have the written word and we have access to dwell and to meditate and to know the ways of God. And as we meditate on the ways of God, we receive the mind of Christ. As we look to him and as we fix our eyes upon him, we know him. We get to know him in a greater way. And so the last two weeks have just been a charge to us to be a church of people that meditate on the law day and night. And when you hear the word law, you're like, ah. Meditate on the Word day and night. How many of you want to say amen to that? That we would be people that meditate. And so Joshua's told this, and then I went to James chapter 1, and as I was reading James chapter 1, verse 22 through 25, it says this, Do not merely listen to the Word, and so deceives yourselves. Do what it says. Pretty, pretty pointed, right? There's no arguments there. Well, like, maybe if I feel good. No, 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 no. Listen to the word. Don't just listen to it. Not Do what it says, James writes to the church. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. So catch that image. It's a mirror. You look in the mirror. You see everything. You know everything. You understand. Like you get the image of you and you walk away and you forget entirely what you look like. James is just painting a picture here. This is like somebody that listens to the word, maybe even reads the word, it doesn't do what it says. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in all that they do. Isn't it funny that all throughout scripture, Old Testament, New Testament, blessings come when we do what God has commanded us to do? So powerful that James says, you will be blessed in all you do. Do. Don't just sit at the table, right? That's the kind of 
a word play that I've said this past few weeks, that the table of God is all set up for us. We have a seat at his table. We've just taken communion as people that follow him, that have said yes to him as sons and daughters. We get a seat at his table through something. How many of you are thankful that you have a seat at the big farm table of Jesus? And there's a whole lot of good food there on the table, but it's no longer good enough for, just to, for us to be people that sit at the table, smell it, look at it, and never eat it and digest it. Because when we eat the word of God, when we digest the word of God, we get healing in Jesus' name. Come on, we get healing in Jesus' name. That's why we know we can call the elders of the church and pray in faith, because the word gives us access to that. It's not some made up thing that we just decided to do today. It's the word of God. It's what the word of God has told us, commanded us, given us access to. And so when you sit at the table and you dwell and meditate on the word of God, you get healing in Jesus name. And so I talked last week about how meditating on the law and the word of God brings healing to our hearts and settles our minds. How many of you found this week that as anxiety rose up, you, you woke up, you saw the snow and you became immediately anxious how you get on your parking spot, right? And you said, no, in Jesus name, I, I'm going to church. I'm going to church. You are blessed people. You got here. Well done. Like, I'm getting to church today. I'm, I'm going to go with the saints today. I'm going to rise up in faith, right? Like, like it settles your mind. It settles your spirit. And so I just want to take 18 minutes and just do these last two little points that I think will encourage us even greater as we meditate, as we become people. Listen, and some of you in this room, you read your Bible. You know your Bible. You know it better than me sometimes. Like, you know where the verses are. And we, we say thank you for that. If you're in this room and you don't even own a Bible, that's okay. You're in the right place. We have Bibles for you. We can give you one. If it makes you feel more comfortable to put it under your jacket and walk out, like whatever you need to do, but we have one. It doesn't matter where you're at on the spectrum today of that. It's still a point for us today to be lovers of the word of God. Amen. Okay, second thing is this. So as we receive the, 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 the gain of healed hearts and settled minds, we gain spiritual value from the power of meditation. Meditating on God's word provides deep spiritual value to our lives. Okay, when I say that, let me explain. There is a deep work that happens within our minds and hearts through the power of meditation and through the power of meditating on his word. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about gimmick meditation. We're not talking about some sort of thing where you're just sitting in a room and you're just emptying all your thoughts. No, we're talking about filling our minds through meditating on the word of God, amen? You gain spiritual value through that. How many of you know that when you're in the presence of God, there are things that happened, but oftentimes it's not all tangible things that happen right away? Like, right? Like, we just prayed for people, and I believe some people immediately got touched by God. I believe, pray like some things, we're gonna hear reports from this later on, but we don't always experience the tangible, th yes? And so when we think about meditating on the law day and night and getting that spiritual value, immediately you go to, well, I've read my Bible in the morning, and then nothing happened throughout the day. Or I read my Bible like you told me to, I, I've meditated on the Word, and my life's not changing. Can I encourage you, don't give up, don't stop, because when you meditate on the word of God, what you learn from that moment in the presence of God that one day might be for a year later, might be for a week later, might be for the next day. Like what you received in the presence of God might be for that day, but it might be for days ahead. It might give you spiritual value, wait for what is ahead in your life. I'm so grateful for the word that it leads us and guides us and directs us. It, it helps us. It's our source. It's our teaching. And so, yes, at times it does immediate things for me, right? It builds me up. It strengthens me. But sometimes when I read the word of God, it's also for the days ahead. Amen? 
So when I say spiritual value, don't, like, I'm not here to say like, you're just gonna get rich <laughs> because you meditate on the Word of God. No, but you will be prosperous and successful and blessed in all that you do. See, isn't the longing of our lives supposed to be that we just get Jesus and more of Jesus? Isn't, isn't that what our call is as believers? To just get Jesus and all of Jesus? And so when I say meditating brings spiritual value, you know what it brings you? More of Jesus. And everybody says, it brings you more of his presence. It brings you more of his love. It brings you more of his grace. It brings you more of his character. It gives you Jesus. When we meditate on the law day and night, on the word of God day and night, it keeps us from ourselves and it gives us more of Jesus. How many of you want more of Jesus? Open up the word of God. <laughs> I'm in a dry season. I don't know Jesus. Open up the word of God. Like, I don't know another way. Well, tell me more. There's more. Open up the word of God. You gain deep value. I I'm fine in this. I know we don't have much time. Are you doing all right? You're quiet. The word of God will bring rich value to your lives. It will keep you from yourself. It'll keep me from myself. It'll keep me from operating and doing like, like, like right in the, in the book of, uh, excuse me, Judges chapter 21. It says that everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Hello, 2022? Everyone's just doing whatever's right in their own eyes. Why well, feel this way? Well, everybody else is doing it. No, when we meditate on God's word, when we know God, it'll keep us from ourselves and it'll build fruitful lives. Because when you're with Jesus and you're letting Jesus work on you through his Holy Spirit and you're being sharpened by Jesus and you're being transformed by Jesus, sin becomes less appealing. Distractions become more aware and you can cut them off quicker. It's a lot easier when you're strengthened in the Word of God not to pick up the phone and call that person that you know you have that number and you call on those lonely nights. Shots fired, I know. But when you know what the Word of God says about how He'll be your one that comes and comforts you and meets you and, hello? Brings great spiritual value. Success in the words of Joshua are not that he would just be the man Success in this context is this, is this, that he would do the will of the Father. And he would have the strength to do what Jesus, the Father had called him to do, the Lord had called him to do. Are you with me? When you meditate on the Word of God, you become successful and prosperous in all you do because you do the will of the Father. And doesn't he say, I, Jesus said, I didn't come here to do anything else except the will of my Father. Doesn't Jesus say that? And somehow, some way, we're still like, yeah, but I want to do my will. You died when you came to Jesus. Your will went is done. You came into Jesus, you now do Jesus in all Jesus' will. Can we say amen to that? And when you meditate on the word of God, you get the spiritual value to know Jesus more and you get to do what he does. And when you do the will of God, can I tell you something? When you do what you're called to do by the will of God, you are so much happier. <laughs> oh, you're so much more like filled with joy. When you're doing and walking in the ways of the Lord, I believe something to be true. Your life is filled with fruit. Like, like we, we, have, we have sad Christians today. I'm not using it. Like we literally have like, <sighs> when you get the word of God, you worship like a maniac. You lift your voice and praise because you know the grace of Jesus. You, you come in and you're, you're eager to give. 
You're eager to be generous. You're eager to give a word of life over people because you know what the word of God says and it richly blesses you. And in return, all you can do is be a blessing to others. Are you doing all right, church? The word of God will bring rich spiritual value to your soul. It will bear fruit from your lives. Satan hates when we meditate on the word of God. Can I be serious here for just a few moments? Oftentimes, Satan could care less about the church gathering because there's such a lack of power and reverency for God. You know what Satan can't stand? When people are filled with the word of God. Because when people are filled with the word of God, they come into God's house with reverence. They come into God's house with shouts of faith. Am I preaching to anybody in this house today? Like they come into the house filled with faith. They come into the house not to just sit there and receive. They come in to give. And so Satan hates when people are filled up with the word. He actually will come against you. He will. And it's real. But when you have the word, what did he do to Jesus in the wilderness? What did he do? He tempted him. He went after him. What did Jesus respond with? Did he just flick his finger and... Satan went flying, like he has wings somehow, like he just went flying. No, he spoke the word at him. His spiritual value was in his heart. He knew who he was. He was like, I'm a son of God. Like, you're not going to tell me to do anything apart from what my father tells me. And Satan couldn't touch him. And somehow we're like, I'm getting attacked left and right. Use the word to fight against the attacks. Speak the word out and watch as your life becomes more valuable in the kingdom of God. Watch as people around you are like, how are you so calm? How are you so chill? You just lost everything. I know who my God is. I know what his word says. I know I'm going to face trials and hardships and I'm going to go through some stuff. It may feel that I have no friends, no relationships. Nobody sees me. Nobody cares about me. I know my God sees me. I know my God knows me. I know my God cares about me. So devil, you can go running and you can go mess with somebody else because you're not going to mess with a person that is filled with the word of God. Would anybody say amen to that this morning? I've had one cup of coffee today. That's it. He does not like when the word of God is in people. You know why? Because people begin to live fruit-filled lives. You get less caught up in yourself and what you don't have. That's pride. But when you have the word, this is me too. When you have the word in you, and you gaze upon the beauty of God and you look to his face and your face begins to shine like his face and your life becomes to look more like his. Satan can't touch that. How many of you say, okay. This is a good word. Um, can I just give you a couple spiritual value things that you're gonna get from God as you meditate on him? Can I do this? I know it's cold outside, it's snowy, you, you, you got him. You get to know the loving, holy, almighty God personally. Meditation deeply deepens repentance. Why is that a curse when everyone, mm. He said repentance in the church? Yeah. I know I need to repent for a lot of stuff. Right? And he's quick to forgive. He's quick to heal. It increases the resolve to fight sin. Hello? Build your private life and public life for God's service. Meditation inflames heart's affection for the Lord. Meditation increases growth and grace. Meditation provides comfort and assurance to the soul. It creates a life of joy, thankfulness, and contentment. It deepens and matures a Christian's experience. It improves the knowledge and wisdom and retention of God's word. 
meditating on the Word of God brings spiritual value to our lives. Can I tell you what meditating on the Word of God, what spiritual value it's brought me personally? Can I tell you? You ready for this? Can I tell you? Hold on, you ready? Are you ready? His word tells me that I'm the head and not the tail. His, his word tells me that I'm a chosen person. His word tells me that I'm part of the royal priesthood. His word tells me that I'm a new creation. His word tells me that I've been set apart for a mighty work. His word tells me that I have the mind of Christ. His word tells me that I have a hope in a future. I have not promised death, but I'm promised life, that I am whole in Jesus, that Christ, the hope of glory, lives inside of me. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is inside of me. I am generous. I am kind. I'm not condemned. I am saved. I'm a person of faith and not fear. I'm a selfless person. You guys doing all right? You guys doing all right? You know, the same thing that's said right now is the same thing for you. This is not just my Bible. This is all of our Bibles in Jesus' name. So just receive this today. This is what the inheritance of spiritual value you get. Are you doing all right? A person that can give not, and not wonder if you'll be cared for. A, a citizen of heaven. A person that can bring kingdom solutions to a hurting world's problems. I am a God-fearing husband. A one that loves my bride like Christ loves the church. I am a father who will not provoke my kids, but lead them, guide them, and direct them into all love. A person that can walk in life. A co-laborer with Jesus Christ. I am as seated at the table of God in the presence of my enemies. I am not anxious or worried about tomorrow because today has enough to worry about. I am more than a conqueror. I know who holds my life. The author and the perfecter of faith. I am free and free indeed. And everybody says, I am the son of God who is a part of the kingdom that will not fail. That is my heavenly, my heavenly father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. I am not bound or captive to my own thoughts, emotions, or pain, but set free and brand new. I am a son of the king, mighty like a warrior, brave as can be. Everywhere I put my feet, I know my God is going to be with me. The same words that I just spoke are the same words you can be declaring. And can I tell you something? Hell shakes when we begin to think this way. Hell is, whew, all of evil goes, oh snap, this one, oh man. And the same is true today. My last point in three minutes. You get the healing of heart and settled mind. You get spiritual value of being a son and daughter. That cannot be taken away from you. Hear me. It cannot be taken away from you. I don't know why I'm yelling. But you know what it does too? It unites biblical knowledge to actual living. Meditating on the Word of God is not just good for us, like James talks about, just to, to see the Word, receive the Word, listen to the Word, play the Word on the Bible app. It's not good just to do that, to check it off. Now hear me, there are times and seasons where you just need to show up. You just need to get to the Bible. You need to open the Word, even if you don't feel like it. But when we get to the Word of God, it unites us to actually living out the calling on our lives. Meditating on the Word of God. I don't want to show of hand, but how many of you remembered what you read yesterday? It's really difficult. right? I hear all the time, well, it's just so hard to memorize the Word of God. Is it hard to memorize that song you sing? Is it hard to memorize what's going on in culture today? I, I, like, is it, is, no, no, no. It's just that we get distracted when it comes to the Word of God. Satan does not want us to get into the Word of God. And so we have to fight. And then we, we, we get the Word of God. We begin to live out the Word. Don't tell me it's too difficult. Can I tell you something? My son, he's not even three yet. Not to praise my son. There's a lot of things I'm praying for in Jesus' name for that brother. In Jesus' name. He has a Bible. It's got great pictures and 
all that stuff, but it's actually got words. Can I tell you something? We read it to him every night. Can I tell you, it blessed me the other day. He said, Dad, go to the story of Dave Goliath. I said, who? He said, Dave Goliath. I said, David and Goliath? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he opened, I opened up the Bible. He starts, he can't read. He starts saying word by word. Now it's a kid's Bible. It's not ye shall, like, it's a kid's Bible. But my son's memorizing the word of God. I'm gonna tell you something right now. My son and my daughter, I'm not in, I'm not in control of them. I'm in charge of them. I gotta raise them. But they will know the word of God. Because they will see the fruit of their parents' lives from knowing the word of God. And so they will want the word. And so he reads David and Goliath. He said, now Jesus, baby Jesus, baby Jesus, Jesus. Je we go to baby Jesus story. Oh, look, angels. Like, because they got the wings and they're yellow and they're I'm like, oh, that's cool. You, you seen it? I told my son one time, I said, son, what, what, what are you seeing right now? He said, I'm seeing angels. This was in our living room. I said, oh, snap, the presence of God. I start, I start just, he said, I see angels. And I said, you see angels? What do they look like? I'm stoked. My son is seeing angels. I'm like, yes, Lord. <laughs> yes. I said, what do they look like? He said, they're blue. And I said, oh, they're blue? I've never seen blue angels. I'm all about blue angels. He said, yeah, they go like this. And I said, like the blue angel jets? Yeah, 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 I see angels. This is months later, guys, like, hear me. Anyways, that was a bad story. I was so happy that he see, he's just remembering jets in the sky in Jesus' name. But he will know the word of God. So don't tell me it's too hard. The reason it's hard is because we let distractions get us and we let our lives dictate how we're gonna live. And so we wouldn't rather have the Word tell us how to live because when the Word speaks to us, it sharpens us. It does surgery on us. It removes stuff in us that is, does not have a position as a son and daughter. And so we, we reject, it's just nature, it's human nature. But if we can come to our end of ourselves and say, I wanna unite myself to the Word of God, Watch what your life begins to do. See, without meditation, the truth of God will not stay with us, Thomas Watson says. The heart is hard, and the memory is slippery. And without meditation, all is lost. Meditation imprints and fastens a truth in the mind. As a hammer drives a nail to the head, so meditation drives a truth to the heart. This is, this is tough, but this is good. Without meditation, the word preached may increase notion not affection. We're not here to be a church filled with a bunch of knowledge. Can I tell you something? Scripture says knowledge puffs you up. There's plenty of people that know the Word of God front and back, back and front. We're not here to know knowledge, right? We're here to know God. And as we know God through meditating on the Word, we receive knowledge and wisdom, we receive discernment, we receive direction, and we receive affections for Him that are great. Don't be like a person that looks in the mirror and walks away. Meditate on the Word of God. You want to know where to start? Just pick one scripture verse and focus on it for a whole week. Start there. Put it on your screen, the thing you look at the most. I don't know what's on there. It's a picture of my family, but like, if you need help to memorize the Word, put it on your phone. Put it on note cards. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Doing all right. And watch as that scripture verse begins to flow out of you. 
Watch as the words of God that you've sown into your life begin to flow out of you. There's a famine in the land, like I've said, it's for the love of the word of God, but not here in this house. Not here. Not here in this city, in this time, for such a time as this, not here. We will be a people that know the word of God. We will be a people that hunger and thirst for the word of God. We will be a people that challenge and support and encourage each other to continue to go to the word of God. There are other things to heal. There are other ways to, but I'm telling you, the number one way to heal a person, to help a person to deliver is the word of God. When you get the word of God in you, you are like a person planted next to the stream of living water who leaves will not wither. He will do everything and everything he does, he will prosper in. It is the promise that has stood the test of time, that has stood the test of all time. It continues to remain still the same thing yesterday, today, forever. He has not changed. It is meditating on the law day and night that we will be people that live this thing out in Jesus' name. It's not good enough just to get a cookbook and read about cooking and never cook. It's not good to get a book and learn about starting a business and never start a business. Hello? Why is it any different here? Why is it any different? The call for us today as we head into this year, is to be a people that love God. We love him with all our hearts, but we love his word. Amen? Can you stand to your feet, church? Would you just hold your hands out and maybe close your eyes if you feel comfortable? Just, just hold them like this, just as a prayer today of strength, of endurance. Guys, the, the Word of God is not just some history book. It's not some old ancient writing that's not relevant today. The Gospel of Jesus is completely relevant today. What it's done for me, it can do for you. I know that. I trust that how it's pulled me from pits of darkness, it can do the same. How it's kept me firm and planted, it will do the same. So Father, right now in your name, in Jesus' name, I pray across this room for a greater desire to know your word. As we've prayed the last couple of weeks, God, I just pray that you would seal this up. God, I pray that we would desire your word over everything else. That we would desire to know you and know your ways more than any other person or their ways. We would know the word of God. I, I pray, Holy Spirit, for your leading people as they open up the word, as they begin to chew on it and digest it. I pray that you would keep any false narratives or false teachings or lies from their ears. And God, you would bring them into truth, all truth that is found in you and you alone. Oh, the riches, the many riches and blessings of serving you and knowing you. God, we just wanna know you more. And as we turn to you, our affections become aligned to you. So God, I thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you have not abandoned us. We thank you that we, you have not left us, but that you are a God that came and showed us who you are. So I thank you for that today. I pray the most uh, complete blessing upon people right now as they go from this house. I pray safety and protection as they're driving around today. I pray that you would just keep them close to your heart this week. 
pray as we continue to fast and pray that you would just meet us, that we would encounter you. We love you, Jesus. And we ask this all in your name today, in Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen, amen, amen. Come on, can we give Jesus just some praise?